0: Hello, hello, my dear audience, I'm Peter Resnick, and welcome to the Dr. Peter Resnick's Toolbox. Last week I had a guest here, uh, Vladimir Angert, and we had a conversation on death and dying. And today, once again, we'll have an open mic show. Anybody can call with questions and or comments regarding health and wellness um, issues. You can also call in with your night dreams. You know, that's my favorite subject. If you want me to work with you right here on the show, the number to call is 888 874 4888. Again, 888 874 4888. If for whatever reason you cannot call or you feel shy, but you have some questions. You can send me an email, Dr. Peter Resnick at gmail.com, or D R P E T E R another R E Z N I K at gmail.com. But please do me a favor: uh, when you write an email, please write uh, half a page email. Uh, I get, I really look forward to getting your emails. Uh, I respond to most emails, except the emails which are four or five pages. I cannot read these long pages, um, these long uh, emails. Uh, I put them aside, you know, I store them for some future time when I have more time, because it takes a long time if I get three, four emails like this. Somebody send me an email with his night dream Uh, and I think it was like six or seven pages. First of all, I cannot possibly work on anyone's dream when they send it to me because I need to ask questions in order to, to know what's happening in your life and uh, with the characters in the dream. I need to know the meaning that you ascribe to those characters. So that's why it's absolutely impossible if you send in uh, an email with your night dream. And quite a number of people did that. Please don't, because you're wasting your time. Um, by the way, remember I announced that I would teach a free four week workshop or course on understanding the dance of life relationship with yourself and others. I started yesterday, I started the course. I have a beautiful group of people. Uh, I think as the course progresses, they will get more and more value from the course. If you have a question, can you join the course? The answer, unfortunately, is no. I, uh, as I said, when I was announcing uh, about the course, that a person needs to make a commitment to all four classes. If you cannot join from the second class, first it was limited to ten people, and also you can. Each class is uh, next step; they are all connected. So joining from the second uh, second class really doesn't make sense. So I am looking forward to you, ladies and gentlemen, called calling. Do we have any callers? No. Okay. Um, Then I will talk a little bit, but remember, any time you give a call, um, the studio will connect us, and I will be happy to hear you out. Again, any issues related to health and well-being and healing. Remember, my specialty is mind-body integrative therapy or mind-body integrative approach to healing. Uh, you probably heard me uh, many times speak about it, and except those who maybe joined joined us for the first time, I view an individual as a, as an organism living simultaneously in multiple realities. We live as physical beings; we have a physical body, but at the same time, we live emotional lives, mental lives social lives spiritual lives and all of those are interrelated and affect one another and any imbalance or distress within one aspect of our life radiates as an imbalance or distress in all others and in order to live a healthy life we need to address all those parts of us or all those facets of us simultaneously and Thank God, you know, I, over the, the period of more than 40 years, I acquired a number of tools that help to do just that. So, if there are no callers, well, I will continue then our journey. Uh, you probably know a long time ago now, it's already almost a year, or maybe 10 months ago, I started talking about my program six pillars of well-being. And we are still on the fifth pillar, uh, our conscious attitudes and character traits. Um, Remember, we we covered, we still didn't finish. I spoke already about guilt, judgment, worry, expectations. Remember, it is all in, in archives. You can go on my archives, on my show, and... I cannot tell you now which which dates. Oops, somebody I see somebody called. And from oh I didn't that quickly disappeared. But Anne, Anne, you are on the air. I'm happy to have you. Anne, Hi,
1: thank you for having me. Hi, Anne. Hi.
0: Welcome to the show. You have thank a question or a comment?
1: Thank you so much. Um, I love listening to you. Um, and I'm curious. Um, when I dream at night, well, that's usually when people dream. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, I want more joy. It seems like when I go into my dreams, I'm I'm I'm, I'm missing joy in my dreams for the last few years, and. And it's like very sporadic. Every once in a while, I will experience joy, but it's 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 methodical and it's it's challenging and it's it's like life. And I want my dreams to be more of, you know, an escape or whatever. And I was wondering if there's anything that you know of that you can one person can do to to bring that.
0: Yes, and uh, I do know. I do know. Um, Our night dreams are like a a blueprint of our life. It's a mirror image of our waking life. But also it's a, a, you know, like you can look into binoculars and see something that is far, far away, yes? It -hmm. brings it closer, right? Whatever object you're looking at. The same thing with the night dreams they make it impossible for us not to face ourselves. They come with with the purpose of informing us about us. So if you say, and please, please don't buy into anything I say, I this is a body of knowledge that is very solid, but yet I want you to know that if it doesn't seem to be true, doesn't ring true to you, you are right, I'm wrong. You understand? Because you know yourself. But from, from what I heard, unfortunately, when you say uh, the night, dreams, luck, happiness, joy, it reflects something, either something that is really happening in your waking life or something that you are not aware of but in truth is happening in your life, which means sometimes people uh, go to endless parties and say, oh, I'm so happy. I meet my friends every day. I meet somebody. Uh, my life is bubbling, and I'm occupying this wonderful position. I make a lot of money. And suddenly they have these dreams where they are in a desert land. And that says, tells them their, their psyche, their unconscious mind is telling them, You are not in the right place. You understand? The dream reflects more accurately what is happening in your Viking life than than what you consciously can understand. So may I ask you a question then? Surely. First of all, I want to tell you how much I appreciate you having the courage to call and share. Because a lot of people feel shy uh, or intimidated, but. You know, unless you take a risk, uh, as, as my teacher, Colette, uh, Colette um, used to say, nothing of value happens unless you make a leap into uncertainty. You have to be willing to take a risk. So thank you for taking the risk. So does it seem to you true? Is there something off in your waking life? Is there, is there joy missing in your life?
1: Uh yeah, as soon as you said that I was like, "Hmm, yeah, that's a good point." <laughs> there is a, you know, it's it's just a kind of a rote kind of life at this point. I'm just kind of going through the motions of daily living that you're, you know, you're supposed to do. You know, you get up and you brush your teeth and you know, you, you know, you do all those things and you feed yourself and and you do the work that's expected of you.
0: Um yeah. And would you believe it? Uh, uh, several years ago, I had similar dream, like that, that, that strange dream where like, I walk in in this world, like you know, futuristic, all machines and all uh, clocks, and they they all. Ticking, toom 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 toom, and, and, and it was so sad when I woke up. And I thought, like, what is this? And remember, I use, I work with dreams for decades, so I immediately understood that I was experiencing exactly what you're describing. That my life, even though I was doing very interesting things, I, I was writing a book, I was seeing clients, I was te- teaching workshops, and I love my work, and yet, I I was lacking joy. I, it all became a routine. It's, that's what I do, and I stopped having unusual things, bursts of joy, making trips. All it was my work. So it is. It is very, very common that people go into these routines. Thank God that this dream came to you. Mm. I tell you why, and and thank you. <laughs> and thank God that you called, because it is possible to change. One of the, first of all, I will encourage you to read my article on night dreams called DreamWork. You go on my website. Do you know my website?
1: I, I was there a while back, yes.
0: Well, so, you know, it's like, it's drpeterresnick.com, And you go under articles, and there you find the article called DreamWork. Because it will, um, I, I, I believe it's quite a good manual on how to work with your dreams why it's important what i mentioned remember that our night dreams are blueprints and if you think where the, the word blueprint comes from usually it's in architecture they they draw uh, a drawing let's say a, build, a building and then they look and if something is not working what do they do they take an eraser they erase they change lines right So that's what the blueprint is. The blueprint is something where you can go in and change. The same thing with the night dream. The night dream, in fact, comes with the intention to inform you that something is off and that you can go indeed and make the changes. One of the principles, and when you read the article, you will read about it. One of the principles of uh, dream work is the principle of reciprocity which means you change the inner, you change the outer. If you're, or you change the outer, you change the inner, uh, which means, let's say you're unhappy about something. That is reflected in your night dreams. If you make changes in your night, in your waking life, you will notice that your dreams will change. So life is better in the night dreams, but the same is true of the opposite that's why reciprocity I say if you change the night dream let's say like you said that your night dreams are joyless if you bring joy fun into your night dreams you will find that it will begin to affect your waking life that doesn't mean that you do nothing let's say a person doesn't have a job mm. and uh, is depressed about it because he doesn't make money and he needs to find a job. And in a dream, he, he, he sees himself uh, begging for money and writing letters, asking for, for help and, and being loose uh, Let's say if he or she goes into this dream and corrects it and it makes... Um, creates an imagery where he is uh, prospering and and is doing wonderful job, but then in a the waking life doesn't do anything, doesn't make any effort. It doesn't mean that suddenly his or her life will change to better. You also have to to make an effort. Arabs have a beautiful proverb, trust in Allah, but don't forget to tie the camel to the tree. <laughs> Which means you still have to make an effort. So, but I would, uh, my my answer to about to how to bring joy um, and fun in your life is you already actually made the first step. You brought acknowledged it, and you and I both understood that, yes, joy is missing in your everyday life, and that it became a routine. And it's so easy. and it's so easy to get sucked into this routine before you know it you know years passed and you say how did it happen right
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so the first thing you do is you go when you after you read the article you will know exactly how to go into the dream and you make a correction and again i will not be telling you how to make a correction but what i know I, i'm just reminding you because sometimes people forget this point even if they read the article <clears throat> excuse me when you go to make a correction uh you don't go with the preconceived notion which means you don't think in advance oh i'm going to change it to this and this and that no once you enter the dream and in the article in bold I actually tell you exactly the steps to make to go into the dream. You don't need to go fall asleep, by the way. It's an imagery exercise. Because remember, night dreams are just like images in your, in your mind. So, but you, you state the intention because you said that there is, there is no joy. So you first state the intention. Excuse me, I will have a sip of my ginger tea. <clears throat> first you make the intention you say to yourself mentally i'm doing this exercise with an intention to bring joy in my life and then there is a there are a few steps that you make and you enter that night dream and when you are in the night dream you usually it's good to enter at the point of greatest distress and using your will because within Uh, imagery, you have will. Uh, Using your will and imagination, you do something to create fun. Whatever it is, just as long as at the end, uh, you are full of joy. And then you step out of the night of the night dream of this correction. You remember the final point of joy. And then you open your eyes. And then you sit down and and you begin to think what what changes I need to make to make my life more fun. You see, uh, by the way, by the way, when, remember I told you that I I caught myself living a routine life. That's when I I bought, I lived not too far, like within eleven minutes walk from a lake, which is like three miles in diameter. And I bought, I I live in an apartment building, it's not a huge apartment, Uh, but I bought a folding bicycle, exactly after that dream, I bought a folding bicycle, very, very nice. And I started, once the weather is good, I started riding to the lake, and I made a commitment also to get together with my friends more often because my friends um, are much more sociable and I I'm always have an excuse, oh, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I have to teach a course, tonight I teach them, this, that. It's like, when are you, when do you have fun? It's, okay. and very often people who are kind of live by routine or workaholic have an excuse, particularly they love what they do. I do something that I enjoy. It's enjoyable. Yes, but then your life becomes one-dimensional. And, and that we were not meant to be one-dimensional people. Actually, uh, animals are one-dimensional, you see. But even they, they play. They play with each other. But then they hunt, they eat, they sleep. And, but they play. Uh, mm-hmm. But we can be multidimensional. You can find something, particularly now You on the internet, there are so many groups. You can join uh, book clubs and, and clubs of interest that uh, there is no excuse, but you have to make an effort. Uh, do you have any other question, Anne? Or did I, I answer your question?
1: I, I love the information that you gave and I definitely will look up that article um, that you wrote. And I just find it interesting that for my whole life, I was able to realize when I was in a dream, when it was like a little panicky or challenging, I could say, oh, this is just a dream and I could change the path of the dream. Mm-hmm. But in the last few years, it's or maybe two years or so, it seems like I'm not aware of that anymore when I'm in the dream. It's just like, oh, this is just crap and I just got to deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. I guess, like you're saying, that reflects my life now. It just, I'm just kind of like, you know what, it is what it is. The roof is leaking. No one will come to fix it, and I just have to deal with it. I just got to put buckets out when, when it starts to rain, you know, those kind of things where you're just like, okay, I've tried, and I've tried, and I've tried, and I've asked, and asked, and asked for help, not just from one person. I go to the next person, the next person, you know, like, you know, and it's just, you know, what is this all telling me in my own life about, you know? about my life I mean, yes. you just keep accepting it and no I mean, that's okay. not who I used you know I, I was that way when I that's how I was raised was you just deal with what you're given and you suffer through it yeah yeah but about yes. my adult but life I realized, no I have choices I can change my perspective perception of it and say oh, you know what? There's a gift in this. and you know I've, I've learned a lot. I've, I've learned a lot from so many people. I've read so many books and listened to wonderful people like you and and there's just so many people on the planet who who get that life can be amazing. It, it is already amazing. You just have to realize that and and connect to it.
0: Yes and, and also, you see uh, you you mentioned. You, you try to reach one person and another and kind of it didn't bring results. But sometimes you can initiate and become that that foundation of something new. You, you It sounds to me you're an intelligent, articulate person and you can start some kind of a club. You can be, be a creator rather than follower of, of something uh, interesting. Very often we we don't realize that we have resources till we ask, what can I do? Rather than saying sometimes, uh, what can I join? Or, or where is fun? What, Where is how fun happening? How can I join something that is interesting? Which is also wonderful. But also you can say, how can I be the source of joy and bring joy to other people? That's also a good question. Either way, either path. Path is fun and interesting. I just wanted to mention it to you. Anyway, thank you very much for calling in, and I hope it's uh, useful. Um, and also, if, when you read the article on night dreams, you may find it useful. There is another article called Therapeutic Use of Imagination. It teaches you more about mental imagery and how it can be helpful to you for your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Thank you very much again. And
1: thank you very very much, Dr. Peter.
0: More than welcome. Any other callers? No. That, then then I will continue. I believe I spoke. Uh, yes. That. What we were covering in um, the fifth pillar of well-being, um, and that is your conscious beliefs, attitudes, and character traits. So, as I said, we spoke already about expectations, uh, about arrogance. Every one of these issues are covered. So, uh, we we spoke about I be, yes about doubt. The opposite of doubt is knowing. Uh, is following your intuition. Uh, so. You can find it all in in the archives. We spoke about ingratitude, anger. That's a very interesting subject, and I spoke about it actually in several shows, that anger is connected with judgment. We spoke about the subject of judgment, but anger, it's almost, I have to say, that anger is not a a primary uh, character trait. Like there are there are character traits, people who are not grateful, people who are arrogant, but and there are people who are judgmental. But anger is a consequence; it's a secondary to judgment. If you don't judge, you don't get angry. You just accept what is, and then if you can make changes, you make steps to make changes, but you acknowledge. What is an act upon it. But when you begin to look someone uh, for someone to, to blame, uh, you judge them, uh, then you become angry. So what I'm saying, and I think I mentioned it in one of the shows, you actually can kill somebody without being angry at them. Not the I'm for killing. Uh, we see what's happening in the world now and I'm, I was born in Ukraine, Odessa. So, uh, but I said a, a number of times, you if you have to, I am not a hundred percent pacifist. means means I am not for allowing somebody to kill me, but I would never no, never kill. No, if my family or I were threatened, I would be willing to kill, but I don't have to hate them or. Uh, be angry at them because that person let's let's imagine some terrorist comes or with a with vest to blow himself up. let's say I visit visit Israel and, and one of these people with the vest is ready to blow himself up. If I could, I would uh, disarm this person or if I had a gun I would shoot him without remorse but without hate why? Because I don't judge him. Because if I were him, if I grew up in his environment with his parents, uh, with his uh, information that he's receiving, or brainwashing possibly, that, you know, if he kills many people, the more he kills, the more, you know, he will be on the other side uh, rewarded, then I would act exactly the way he would. And I have my background and my beliefs. So that's why I act the way I do. So that I don't need to judge him. I don't need to hate him. So, so the main thing, not to feel angry, uh, is not to judge. And probably of all issues that I addressed, uh, this one is number one to, to deal with. So we also spoke about jealousy. And I started talking to you about apathy. We have left only apathy to cover vanity, greed, and denial. But I have something else to tell you. Um, remember, this this six pillars of well being are actually uh, a program that I have on my website. Uh, and and. I told you in the past that I'm writing a book. It's a slow process because it's like a big piece of work, not like two, two books that I already published. They're not, they're not monumental works. But this is really, uh, I would say, the main uh, work of my life because I have six pillars of well-being. It's really a full manual on how to live on healthily on every level. And I told you what these six pillars are, so I will not repeat it. So, but I have to admit that the program, even though it's quite complete, and I told you it ends with denial, in the last year, I came up with three more issues, with three more challenges that people face, and I did not write yet. It's, they're not even proud of the program on the, on my website, and so I, I'm going to write these three about these three challenges. But you're welcome to contribute if you want to help me out, if you want to give me uh, your understanding. Again, please not more than one page, but your understanding: one, where it comes from, and two, how to deal with it. If you know the tools. Uh, but these three are impatience, stubbornness, and self-centeredness. Impatience, stubbornness, and self-centeredness. I will still do research on these subjects and I will make my do my best to write about them, but if you want to be co-authors, if you want to contribute, so you're welcome to, to write to me. My
1: uh,
0: I gave you my email, drpeterresnik um, at gmail.com. Uh, any callers? We don't have callers, so I will keep going. <laughs> yeah, so once we finish with the um, five, fifth pillar, we'll still have the sixth pillar. Uh, we'll talk about the Sixth Pillar, which is um, our spiritual uh, slash moral life. And then we'll be finished. But I I want to transfer, to move this show from me lecturing to you uh, to me more answering questions and working with you live, just like now i spoke to Anne. i think i believe it's more fun and again you can benefit when i when i see people in my office uh, it's it's a lot of money frankly I, I don't have an office now i will for two years i already work only online uh, because by the time COVID hit sixty uh, percent of people that i saw were, were already from different countries i worked uh, through Skype and or FaceTime and now since COVID, I just gave up the office, uh, but but it's kind of relatively expensive. Here you have an opportunity to get counseling for free. Oh, I got Liz, what was, somebody sent message, Liz hung up. Um, if Liz, Liz, if you are there, if you want to talk, you're welcome to call. Uh, no. Okay, well, if you change your mind, Liz, uh, please call us. Um, So, as I mentioned last time, uh, before my interview with Vladimir Angert, I spoke to you about apathy. Uh, Oh, we have, okay, Lee, yes, Lee, Okay, let's let's talk to Lee. I'm happy to see. Please, uh, whoever is in the studio, announce it, because sometimes I don't see uh, the, write, the writing. Lee, you're on the air. Good afternoon, Dr. Resnick. Hi, hi. Thanks for calling. Lee, where I'm are you from? from? New York. New York. Okay, I'm also in New York. Talk to me, please. Uh, do you have any comments or you have questions?
1: I have um, two questions. Mm. Uh, one question is, I have neuropathy, right? Mm-hmm. And in one foot in particular, it's giving me hammered toes. I'm not diabetic, and I'd like to know if you'd offer any recommendations for that. And the other question is, I don't dream from month to month, and if I do, I don't recall
0: dreaming. Uh, yeah, interesting If you drink, interesting, me too. (laughs) I love working with dreams. I love my dreams. I have the dream diary. But if I have even a little bit of alcohol, I don't dream at all. I don't remember my dreams. So uh, I enjoy, you know, maybe once a week a glass of wine. But uh, Mm -hmm. I know that then I definitely will not dream. But don't worry about it because your psyche, your subconscious mind will provide you with information that you need to know on other days, unless you drink every day. (laughs) Then (laughs) then there are no breaks. But if you drink occasionally, you you don't really need to have more than one, two, three dreams a week to be Mm -hmm. in touch with what's going on inside of you. And if you if you remember one or two dreams a week, that's that's fantastic. There are people who don't remember night dreams at all. And then they ask me questions. How do I remember dreams? And I, I could tell it, um, but it's not necessary now because that's not your question. So, but the answer is yes, It's it's normal that you don't remember your night dreams. And some people, when they drink alcohol, in fact, report having nightmares uh, but then they don 't have validity, because um, the alcohol or drugs kind of skew the whole process of the flow between you you and and your higher consciousness that provides you with this information now, to address neuropathy
1: but not crossing you i um i don 't drink at all. Oh,
0: I thought you said when you drink, that's when you don't remember. I didn't oh, understand. no,
1: no, no. I, I'm saying that I don't dream, and I don't recall. If I do dream,
2: I can say months but I, I can't recall dreaming.
0: Oh, I am so, uh, oh, I'm so sorry, Lee. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did not understand. I didn't clearly hear you. I thought you said if I have a drink. Then I don't remember my dreams. Uh Uh, I got it. I apologize. So then I will will help you out. Uh, First, you have to have the intention to remember the night dreams. You know, like if a Broadway show uh, is running and nobody attends the show, they stop running the show, right? The same thing. If the night dreams come and you are not utilizing them, you are not connected with them, and and you haven't been doing it, uh, I understand. So then you stop remembering your night dreams. Uh, And mostly people in our culture don't really, are not trained to work with their night dreams. You know, you go to to school, you study math, you study physics, you study geometry, you study uh, what is it called, science lessons. But you don't study things that are so essential in our life. Uh, You don't study conflict resolution, how to be in a relationship, or how to work with your night dreams. That's very tragic. Uh, So here is how you remember night dreams. First, as I said, you have the intention. Then you have a notebook, put it on your night table, open it as if you want to write down your night dreams, and put a pen. That's first step I try it tonight if it's still not enough get vitamin b6 vitamin b6 if you are under a hundred sixty pounds I am yeah okay Um, I I heard Gabriel please stay stay with us after I speak to Lee I will pick up uh, Gabriel uh, you, I will, you will have my attention. So Lee, so yes. you remember your night dreams? If you don't remember your night dreams after leaving this, um, you buy vitamin six. After, if you're under 160, you get 50 milligrams. If you're over 160 or 170, you buy uh, maybe 175 milligrams vitamin b6 if you ask me why uh, it's a diuretic uh, somehow it seems that when people have liquid in their body um, then they don't remember dreams as well so it will make you if you have vitamin b6 an, uh, an hour or 40 minutes before the night dream uh, or excuse me before uh, going to bed uh, you mm-hmm. will probably go to pee and then may remember dreams. So these are the things that you do. I want to address neuropathy. It's a a much more complicated uh, subject. And unfortunately, I will not be able to answer it because I will have to ask you many questions about food that you eat, if you take any medications, because all that can contribute to neuropathy. But if you want, uh, send me an email, uh, remind me of yourself um, uh, and that you're dealing with neuropathy. I will send you a little exercise that I don't want to do now that may be helpful. But first, uh, you need to write to me if you take medications, what medications you take, because that may contribute greatly uh, to neuropathy. Okay?
2: Okay, very good. Thank you
0: so much. Thank you for calling, uh, Lee. Uh, now let's let's talk to Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel, you're on the air.
2: Hi, it's Gabriel.
0: Gabriel, uh, thank you, <laughs> Gabriel, for calling. Do welcome. you have a comment or a uh, question?
2: I have a question and um, something that I'm dealing with as of late or while. Um, I find myself getting ang- um internalizing anger and sort of resentment because I, I listen to a lot of media. I tried, I try to be selective. I don't, I don't listen to junk junk stuff, but i be, I, I, I'm being sensitized and becoming less compassionate and less, um, you know, uh, I don't know how to deal with it. It's like my, my feeling is that cliche man's in, man, in humanity to man it's starting to harden me. <laughs> it's like, and well, I don't like I don't like going to be that in that realm. Could you help me out on that? Yeah, I
0: ho- I hope I can. Uh, let me try. Um, uh, tell me, please, Gabriel. You are you angry all the time, or uh, something? Ang- something specific angers you?
2: Okay. Um- I, I become more be reactive, so I was saying I'm. I, I see myself going that way, becoming reactive. Mm-hmm, be you know, like short, short tempered. Yeah.
0: Mm. So, so myself.
2: when you're, would w- tell me please
0: if I'm wrong, when you become active, you you are active an active person, and when you act, uh, something irritates you. Someone or something irritates you, and you become angry. Is that correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a um, there was an ancient um, philosopher in Greece, uh, Epictetus, and he said, "It's not the things or events that affect us, but the attitude that we take toward them." So it depends it depends on how you interpret what happens. You know, you have 100% right to do what you want to do. But other people, of course, we, we, we have to remember the boundaries because the freedom of one person comes to an end where the freedom of another begins. So you may act in a certain way that may infringe on someone's freedom or you may want to act, and somebody, let's say, is doing something, and it has nothing to do with you. But they're doing it, and it doesn't, it doesn't allow you to do what you want, and you begin to get angry. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my suggestion would be uh, to first accept that life is, life is period, not the way you, you want it to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, But life is, Uh, anything can happen and does. And things unfold and uh, very often not the way we want it. We have to accept the uncertainty of life. You know, in this culture, we are brainwashed that we can get certainty. If you buy this insurance, you will be safe. If you take this medication, it will help you and so on. And, and there is an illusion that there is certainty. But in reality, life is totally uncertain. And life is very often uh, not uh, unfolding not the way we want to. We either can be angry, why is it happening? Or say, what can I learn from this experience? Mm-hmm. And w- what is the lesson for me in it? which means and here i will i will give you a suggestion and if you want you can try it out uh, but first gabrielle uh, do you know anything did you ever hear me talk about night dreams
2: yes i did but i yes? just want to say something i'm really talking about what's going on in the world and i what i'm doing is i find myself wishing bad things on the people that are causing bad things to people That's that's really where i'm kind of going and I, I want to, I want to purge that. I really don't want to, you know. I, it, it just comes up in me like I, ooh, please. And I'm thinking horrible things that happen to these people to just make them disappear.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a normal impulse, but that's that's not all, Gabriel. It's part of Gabriel. No.
2: It's not but, anger.
0: Yeah, anger. First of all, we have to acknowledge that. Uh, Gabriel is, is not equal to anger. It's an aspect of Gabriel. Because Gabriel also has other parts. Probably you have uh, compassion, you have probably friends to whom you extend yourself. Is that right? Yes. Right. So, and you have a part uh, that is uh, curiosity, that is, you want to know things. Yes. And there is another part that is. Mm, a sadness, there are times that you you may feel sad, and you're not angry at anyone, you just you, you become um, kind of meditative, and you go to your experiences of the past, and you feel sad, or grief about something is that does it happen sometimes?
2: Yes, yeah, sometimes I don't dwell in that world. Though I, I'm, I'm like I'm optimistic and, and try to. I'd like to find the solutions. I like to take, take charge and do take try to that's, fix. Okay. That. that's pick- wonderful.
0: <laughs> so then there is another part of you that is optimistic, and another part of you that likes to take charge. Do you see what I'm saying? There are many yeah. parts of us, and what happens is we we allow one part to run the show and we say, oh, I'm an angry person. And Mm -hmm. then once you identify yourself with that part, it runs your life. But what I would suggest, Gabriel, that you do is you say, I am Gabriel, I am the the master of all these parts. Mm -hmm. You see, Mm -hmm. so none of them is running you and if, let's say you f- if you you feel anger swelling up and you have to decide you you gabriel have to say the part of me that is anger is is now taking over mm-hmm. is it worth it for me to invest my energy in it you understand yes i do so there was a wonderful psychiatrist um Uh, Roberto Saggioli, Italian guy, but he lived in California and he said what we identify with has control over us. What we disidentify from, we can control. So when you say, I am so angry, it's crazy, I cannot take it, then you become your anger. But when you remove yourself and you are, you are that beautiful human being, Gabrielle, full of potential, full of possibilities of making any choices. Even if, you cannot, if you're you restricted by physical choices, you still have choices, uh, freedom of choices, how you react to things. So, and you say, I am Gabriel, and all this, whether it's being resourceful, optimistic, or sad, or angry, all these are just parts of me. Which one do I want to allow to reign, to to run my life today? You understand?
1: Yes, I do.
0: When once you look at it this way, sometimes it's not it's not worth it. Sometimes we get angry, um, we see some injustice, but we forget. Yeah that we live in a in a meaningful world nothing happens by a chance Mm -hmm. Uh, that's what i would say uh, you need to practice a little bit and then let me know next week give me a call and tell me if you if you succeeded with
2: it i have Okay. There's place that I can go to that can, can pull me through that because I feel it in the pit of my stomach. It's like, it's getting, it's like oh, and I don't like it.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, Try what I said about looking at that part of yourself rather than living through it. Okay. And thank you very much for calling. Okay. Now I will take the call of Liz. I think she came through. Liz, you're there. Hello. Hi, yes, Liz.
3: Can you hear me? Can you hear me?
0: Yes, yes, I hear Thanks for okay. calling.
3: Uh, I was I was disappointed because um first I had the wrong number to call in and I finally got it right. And uh-huh. uh, my question was I I had contacted you maybe last month in regard to those two workshops you were going to have and I found out today that it's closed. But my yeah. name is on your uh, is on your list for uh for attending those two those two different workshops. So what, 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 can one, what can one do with that? Any way that I can call one of your students and, and get up to date from them so I can start the workshop?
0: Wait, wait, wait. wait. Tell me, did you send me an email saying that yes, you sir, wanted yes, to sir. be in the workshop?
3: Yes, sir. Yes, I did. Both of the workshops. In case I couldn't get in one, I wanted to get in the other one. Yeah, I shouldn't.
0: I both is, of the workshops. Please, please, there is only one workshop. There is only one. I'll there I'll are not two workshops.
2: I I'll never announced two. Workshops.
0: I announced okay. only one.
3: Oh, my mistake. All yeah. right.
0: um, but uh, I well, my did name not...
3: is on the list. I sent you an email, and I didn't hear anything from you. But today, I understand that it's all closed.
0: Yeah, I started yesterday the the course. Uh,
3: Any way that I can speak to one of the one of the. Uh, one of the participants and to get updated because you said that no one can come because it's it's ongoing.
0: Uh, you know, Liz, can I, get I, so can I get the homework. I get the
3: homework assignments from one of the students.
0: Yeah, no, let me do something for you. Uh, do you have Skype?
3: No, I don't.
0: Oh, so you need to have Skype in order to be in the class. So download oh, I know Skype, that. it's for free. Yes. And get yes. Skype when you. Have Skype.
3: S K I P. Is it S K I P or S K P? S K I P.
0: Yes, yeah, Skype. Yes, S-K-Y-P-E. Okay. Uh, oh, Y okay. P. Yeah, it's a very known site, and when you are when you download it, you will get Skype name. Yes. And then, you have to contact contact me. Yes. And. Is ask me to be friends, and then okay. I will. Um, why don't we do this? Why don't you? Um, why don't you call me or, or write an email? Yes, you have the email, and I will guide you through it. I, I will update. I don't have you the
3: email. Have... I have doctor. I have doctor i all have the email. I don't have a phone number.
0: Right. Send me an email and remind me that you are interested in the course. So I will update you, I will tell you what to do so you would join from next Monday, how about that?
3: God bless you.
0: Yeah, I thank you, God bless you. I don't know how it happened that I did not receive your email because whoever sent me uh, emails I and, and had Skype, I included them in the course, but
3: oh, i don't have i didn't have skype maybe that's why because i didn't have skype
0: so, so it's okay now you will send me an email and will i will tell you exactly what to do and and you will be part of the class okay okay
3: your last name is r e s i n i k
0: oh no no oh no r e z is zebra n as Nancy i k so it's oh it's Oh, right. okay. I had it's it wrong. D- That's
3: why you didn't get it.
0: It's d-r-p-e-t-e-r-r-e-z-n-i-k dot Got it. Liz, you will be in. Yes? Don't worry.
3: God bless you. Thank you so very much. You're doing a fantastic job. We love you much.
0: Thank you for your kind words. Thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, so I started telling you, I'm so happy that people call, because I, I will have time to tell you. As I said, I covered in the previous uh, uh, talk on six pillars of well-being, I covered laziness, but I covered only two aspects of laziness. Laziness resulted from meaninglessness, and laziness uh, Oh, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, got confused. <laughs> no, I meant I, I addressed two aspects of apathy. Apathy, apathic uh, resulted from meaninglessness, and uh, apathy uh, resulted from hopelessness. And today I wanted to talk about apathy, uh, that is laziness. Yeah, I had the word laziness in my mind, that's why I said. So today I wanted, we'll not have time to talk about it, but next time I will talk about laziness. That is, a person simply is lazy. You know, some psychologists would say, oh, no, 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 there is no such thing as laziness. Uh, there is a reason somebody is l- lazy. Uh, there are some psychological uh, issues they have, some unresolved issues. But I have to tell you, no, I met people who are just damn lazy, just lazy, just rather would not move than move. But I have good techniques for them to overcome laziness. But I'm, t- I'm telling you, I met many people, actually, not not thousands, but I met many people who are lazy. And I was... Um, privilege to, to help them to overcome laziness. So I have a lot of techniques to share with you. So next time, I promise uh, I will take your phone calls because I love it. I love answering your phone calls and sharing with you what I have. Uh, but I definitely want to talk about laziness because that's also part of apathy, uh, apathetic living, which is kind of living in a day's uh, and mo- no, moving nowhere you remember it goes against natural laws of life the only constant in in the reality is movement and uh, when you are apathetic and you do nothing uh, you really go against the nature and eventually there is a price to pay for it so emotionally or physically So, and laziness is part of this apathetic living. So I promise next week, unless I get some new interesting guest, uh, next week I will talk to you about laziness. And, oh yes, also I ask you, I want to live, I ask you to contribute if you don't mind, if you have any ideas about impatience, stubbornness, and self-centeredness. But if you can write within half a page, one page the most, your thoughts, because this is something that I'm in a process. I, I didn't even start writing about uh, what if you know how to deal with stubbornness, if you had a, a chance to work with impatience, or you're dealing with it now, you're understanding where it comes from, and how to combat it. So then you will be kind of co-creator of of this fifth pillar of well-being. Anyway, I want to thank you all for being with me today. I'm looking forward to having your attention next week, Tuesday at 2 p.m. Peace to all who want to live in peace.